0: yo what's up what is going on gamers welcome back to another edition of radio melee um co-host ppmd holding it down co-host Tove, how's it going today man hello co-host PPMD. yo we
1: got <laughs> special guest Moki Doki. by the way first of all just to get what's that up? out of the way what's up Moki? uh chilling, one of my favorite reeds guests
2: dude it was so sick when uh, we got to have you out in Norcal for the show yeah no i i loved it man that was a great trip yeah great remember watching matrix the first time that was nuts (laughs) matrix that was really fun
1: (laughs) yeah we did watch like
2: three counter reeves
1: movies yeah random randomly yeah yeah that was man that was like two years ago already huh that was a while ago god damn yeah um yeah i mean pp uh dude good to good to see you again i i i I guess it's been so long (laughs) it's I should so take. <laughs> it has been so long, and I should take this opportunity, I guess, to point out the the obvious, which I'm sure your chat is already. You know, they're already. They've, already they're, they've gotten used to your new look, but but for me, you know, formally speaking, this is the first time. So,
0: liking the clean shaven look, just got to get out of the way. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah. It's it's a true weight off me. Maybe not off my shoulders, but yeah, off me. It? Well, it is off your shoulders technically, right? Well, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. like. I, I guess like Bio, my shoulder right should yeah it'll have it'll, it'll have to deal with it at some point
1: do you, right? do you actually sure. can i ask you do you actually feel physically lighter
0: yeah it's one of those things where you shave and then you um your face does feel smoother and faster you're sleeker you feel the air you really do feel the air and then you get like used that. to it. And, it and it and it's kind of and it's kind of lame but then you, Did just, you shave
1: because is it because
0: it's getting hot i feel like it must be way you know cooler yeah it well so it's a it <laughs> has warmed up we've had i think a couple couple 90 degree days around here i don't know what that is in uh, canada apologies uh, <laughs> but um you know, uh, it's, it's been getting warmer and, and, you know, I kind of do it for a sub bowl every year. Uh, it's oh, been traditional okay. a couple of years. And so I, I try to get it done in the winter. So by the time <laughs> it's fulfilled, it's starting to warm up and I can be like, ah, oh, it really is not so blazing hot and humid here in North Carolina. I can pretend. Right. That's uh, sad. but yeah, if you guys have questions about, uh, beards or melee or Fox or just something Moki. for high level player, Moki uh please uh come into the discord use exclamation radio melee in my chat or Toph's chat to come in you'll see what everyone's doing asking the questions and you'll get pulled in if your questions selected we'd be glad to have you guys on in here but yeah um mogi you've been i mean really just a awesome rising player for quite a while now how is it how does it feel to kind of have have still a bit of the underdog wind at your back man taking the dubs how's yeah. it going dude
2: uh honestly it feels really good especially because I, I didn't really get to enter much last year because of like mm. internet issues and whatever so mm. to come back and i feel like i'm doing like i don't know this year has been really good for me so far it feels great to to like, come back and like actually do it well Dude, you <laughs> kinda, <not> just suck. <laughs> yeah. i mean you
1: kind of just breezed into summit
2: honestly
1: yeah. like i remember commentating and you know we're like well this is a toss-up you know, IBW versus Moki. And I mean, fortunately for, I was, I was, you know, I was kind of rooting for both of you guys. It was cool that you both made it in, but it was just like, damn, it was just kind of, I mean, how did that feel? Was it, it must have felt a little bit surreal because it just kind of, it was, it, you know,
2: yeah, you know, a lot of people could
1: grind it out through losers.
2: And yeah, no, it just, I don't know, especially with Cody, like that set is, is always a toss up, me and him. Like we, we play a lot. He's probably the top player I play the most. Me and Cody are, mm-hmm. we play a bunch. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just felt really good to I the, like the it's kind of like a 50-50, but of course it feels yeah. good that the one like the one of the times I win is when it qualifies for something. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. I'll Pretty good that. time to have it go your way, right? <laughs> yeah, because I lost at uh when <laughs> I was it for loco or something. I'll take losing there if I'll I try. if I win the one that qualifies, mm. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> now you don't have to <laughs> campaign. Or are you gonna miss campaigning? No, I honestly I told myself I probably won't campaign again. Mm. I just I I can't do Press it. Go, I've done right. twice, gotten so close, and I just uh, never it never actually makes uh, it through. I'm like uh, that's brutal. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna
1: be brutal this time. There are, I mean, a crazy, crazy list of players that still aren't qualified. Wizzy being one of the obvious ones mm. where you feel you gotta feel bad for yeah. it because it's like, damn, he he did so good. SEL week three yeah. being yeah. man when he's still not in. And I don't know, something tells me <laughs> at least probably one or two of the Falcons are going to make it in via campaigning if they don't get in via the, you know, the last chance qualifier, but it must be a huge relief to just kind of have it, have it over and done with, Yeah. um, man. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's not even just summit that I'm excited for though. It's also just the fact that, you know, with summit on the horizon, it also kind of means that, you know, IRL tournaments coming back and, uh, that's I think that for everyone in you know let alone Smash you know the fighting game community I think everyone's really really excited about that they just announced C- CEO for the end of the year mm. uh, it's kind of interesting CEO got announced for you know December this this time around not not summer but yeah. I was like it's cool we actually have some big majors that are slotted to 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 to, to, to get announced that you know likely likely will have Smash at them um, so I'm pretty pretty excited to start planning some travel again. Hopefully, before too, before too long, you know.
0: Is there any player yeah. uh, speaking of the IRL? Is there any player mm-hmm. that that you, or player or players that you liked hanging out with in person, or anyone in the community that that you goofed off with, or you talked strategy with, or or that you that you rolled through with with your your crew? I don't know, man. I don't know if the the what the Moki crew is like. I'm curious. <laughs> what what are you looking forward to for IRL, man?
2: Um, honestly, I think of like the top players, I've always been kind of more on like the outside. Like I, I never really mm-hmm. involved myself too much in like talking to people that much until quarantine like that. Like I, I, hung oh. out with like, Cody a lot. I Prince Abu, unfortunately, was one of unfortunately, <laughs> I talked to a bunch. Uh, good luck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think more so over quarantine, like I forced myself into that more. I'm just like, yo, it's good. Cause I don't know. I'm just, i just, I just don't go out of my way to, to do that stuff much. So, uh, I don't know. I am mean, I'm excited to just see everyone who i've just been talking to a lot like i, I go and like i don't know i talked like mango a bit more i talked to mm. just a bunch of people more i'm just excited to, to do that because i just didn't really talk to too many people i never really fit myself in there that much until now and i just yeah. haven't been able to even see those people in real life for like a yeah. year so yeah it's and nice. would
0: you would you say quarantine almost kind of forced you to do that because you maybe it was just harder to talk to people more in person or or do you think there was something different that encouraged you to do that
2: uh i don't know <laughs> okay <fair laughs> I, just, enough. I don't know I'm, I'm just i don't know i'm not the type of person to just go up and be like yo what's good man like i just i just keep to myself a lot okay uh, mm-hmm. and uh and then now just that everyone's like grinding a lot now so i just i'm like okay and now i'm doing pretty well so i can just be like yo you want to play or i just like mm. go in people's chats and stuff more because i just People have more time like i get yeah. so bored at home <laughs> like i'm just like <laughs> i'm just gonna go in someone's stream and say what's good man and yeah so i don't know it's just awesome. i guess it's mostly that yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i mean i i like that i like that you know what you're talking about talking about how there has been more of a social element uh for you in melee and i mean i guess i guess i think a lot of people have a concern right they're like oh well i'm not good enough so i'm not going to talk to anyone and i mean i'm sure maybe there was maybe a little bit of that that went on here but it also seems like you know once you hit a certain threshold, you know, I think pretty much every, everyone's going to talk to you. I mean, there are top players that are talking to, you know, just whoever in their chat anyway. So I think if you're yeah. I think if you're a Mr. Moki, I think you're in good
1: shape. I think you gotta worry about <laughs> yeah, that. that's true. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I guess we can start getting into the uh, the questions. There are some good questions in the discord. Again, it is uh, exclamation mark radio melee if you're in mm-hmm. either my chat chatter peepees exclamation <laughs> mark radio mail you're going to be able to join the discord and just drop your questions in submit topics here is the name of the channel i mean there's we already already got a bunch of questions you can kind of just see what other people are doing but sure. uh i think we're about ready to bring on our first caller so uh hello we have the pleasure of speaking to you. hey uh this is james from uh, long island
0: hey what's, what's up, up james? so
3: not much not much
0: what's your question for us today james from long island uh, basically,
3: I was just curious about uh, your guys' take on uh, what it might take to get custom characters and or custom stages legal in, like, a uh, tournament setting. Because earlier this year, uh, I felt like we got Slippy and then Akanea so fast, and it was all so exciting, so much attention on the scene, mm-hmm. all this great content on YouTube and excitement, Leffin tweeting out, I'm gonna be the best wolf, and then they just dropped it. I don't hear anyone talking about it anymore. And, um, like, I understand why there's certain things that are sacred that we can't change, like rebalancing characters or whatever, but uh, do you think that there's any future for that kind of stuff? And, uh, yeah, and then I guess based on how you respond, mm. just, uh,
1: why or why not? Well, okay, so, the one thing that's challenging, of course, well, besides, you know, besides Big N, which is a whole nother bag of worms, but, like, The one thing that is challenging is, like, who balances that stuff? Like, you know, okay, you look at, like, PM. Like, there was a dev team that was in charge of balancing the game. But who... Okay, let's say, like, Wolf comes out, and, like, maybe Wolf is, like, crazy overpowered or something. Like, okay. Like, who would be the person to... Is it just Uncle Punch and the Akanea team? Like, there would have to be some, like, governing body to actually be like, okay, this is how we're going to balance the character. Like, this is how we're going to patch them if the community decides they're you know like there would actually have to be some kind of some kind of government around it right and i feel like just that would open up so many questions as to like who would do that like i don't know what do you guys think
2: um yeah i don't know i feel like it's very hard to uh to like properly like like i think it's good for like side tournaments and stuff like that like it's really fun to mess around with and that doesn't even like it could be like competitive and stuff as well but it's so hard to get people like everyone in the community on board or even like a majority Mm -hmm. on board with like such a big shift for like the casual like meta I guess I don't I don't know the way to word it like just like the uh, overall like the the main rule set I guess it'd be very hard to get a lot of people on board for it because it would be a massive change like we've been playing the game for so long like making like putting new stages in like people need to be yeah super down for that I guess I don't know maybe stages (laughs) could be like I think new characters is like a
1: way, like, new stages is like here, new characters is like up here. Like, new characters I feel like would be really, probably that will always be gated as like a side tournament kind of thing, like, you know, wolf-only tournaments, stuff like that, whatever, or wolf, wolf-legal wolf tournaments. Custom stages I could see I could see potentially being adopted. Uh, again, I think some custom stages are, are, I think a lot of them are pretty dope, I think a lot of them are pretty fair. Um, but uh I I've I I have my little idea which was like, you know, imagine I like the idea of having like seasons and then like every season we add like one or two custom stages and you can still ban them or whatever. But you just add like one custom stage or two custom stages to the to the legal rotation on top of what we already have. I mean, if you really think about it, we kind of already did that a little bit with Frozen Stadium. Like, that's a change. You know, that's that that technically is a stage change compared mm-hmm. to what we used to run with. So, I don't know. Um I could see it. Even that would require a lot of community consensus, though. And there would probably have to be some kind of team or something. Like, imagine it's like a panel of like some top players, like who, you know, would have to approve whatever the rotation would be for stages or something like that. And I just feel like no one is like the way this stuff has changed historically is like Fizzy Basie just did it. Like, Frozen State and Fizzy Basie just did that. He was like, all right, well. Flippy, we're doing Frozen Stadium, and that's just how it's going to be. And I was like, all right, okay, you know. So pretty much usually what happens is, like, someone has to, like, actually set a precedent for it. So, like, it could be a TO. A TO could say, like, Manjajoga comes down, he says, okay, Big House 10 this year is going to have this new custom stage. And it would have to take, someone would actually just have to step up and just do it, I think. That, that, that's the way I see it. Not, not that I think someone should, per se, but that, that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. Right. Um,
0: yeah, I, I agree. There, there's going, if it, I, I think the way these things often change is there's a community push for it and it needs to be right. pretty favorable for a lot of people. And then I think, and then I think a TO takes a jump after that, right? I don't think a TO, mm-hmm, I don't think a TO wants to risk their livelihood on like, well, mate, some people like it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you <know>? yeah, yeah. <laughs> not maybe the best long-term strategy in an already difficult world of, uh, mash TOing. Um, so I mean, yeah. yeah it's already a hard job. Right. It's true. That's um, true. But yeah, I mean, there is there is always the looming Nintendo thing. Either they give us permission or we win a court case. Either one of those highly uh-huh. improbable right now. So uh yeah, that would be one part. Um but yeah, I mean, kind of the question of how do we agree on it, right? I think tof talked about how there's a secret group. If we don't do a secret group do we have a twitter discussion that always goes well and if we have a secret group melee has never liked secret groups we tolerated the melee back room
2: yeah ever since
0: then i mean there has been no shot at getting anything like that done when we had the group of people that were making trying to make role changes that blair set up everyone was pretty not pleased (laughs) with
1: that so uh yeah, we, what should just of... back. we should just bring the melee back room back. Were you? Were you in the tried. melee back PB? I was. Yeah. I
0: was in the melee back room, and I was in the Me new too. one. Me too. And I got Smashboards back. Oh. I was so happy. But then it was just it was too late because we you know, just everyone looked at everyone kept comparing the the twelve or whatever to the Kingdom Hearts organization. I was like, "Frick, this is uh. not our marketing <laughs> strategy falling apart." Yeah. But I, <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying that that is that is something that we have to do. And I mean, it's hard, right? Like how do we make these changes? Like there are so many varying perspectives in the community. I mean, even just, even just stuff like, like, you know, the FD talk or, or whatever, like there are just even changes that, that, that don't have, yeah, the ban FD. Exactly. So even the changes that don't require all, all of the hoops and everything else are difficult enough. I feel like if we can get some kind of consensus in some way about these things, maybe that sets a type of precedent. Um, for the future but right now it's hard to say yeah. right and then so i think my last point the last hurdle is how big of an impact does it have if it's a if it's a stage or a character because i was thinking about it while tof was talking about it if it's a, if it's a top tier character then you're going to have to spend so much time practicing against them playing as them to learn how they work that it's so different but if it's like a mid-tier you're like oh okay whatever who really cares if we add them it's just like you you l- spend a little bit of time and then you got it And then if it's a, yeah, so if it's a stage that is basically like an FD for, I don't know, Fox or something, I just, I don't know, the FD for Falcon, I don't know, like whatever, right? Like it just, it works together really well for them. And we're like, oh, well, this, this changes a lot. I don't know. Or maybe some people will be like, all right, yeah, maybe that's really good. And then it just polarizes things more. I think that makes it harder than if it's a stage that maybe has a smaller impact or solves some other type of problem or
1: whatever it also theoretically potentially could add difficulty like a barrier entry because imagine someone new if, like imagine someone new who wants to get into the game if they have to go okay i don't know how easy it is these days to set up custom stages but it's a little bit harder than just getting just the game and playing playing on slippy so i feel like if there was a if there was a degree to it where people would actually have to go out of their way to find some kind of mod or some patch or something that would make it really confusing for new people because let me tell you, if you guys have ever talked to, like, new players that are trying to, like, get... It's it's already kind of hard, because you have to, like, yeah. set up net and stuff. Um, so I would be definitely just hesitant, like... Anything that, like, increases the barrier of entry, I would just outright say, like, that's probably a bad idea. Not to mention, you know... It goes without saying... Like, part of the reason I think Melee is so beloved is because it doesn't get patched. So there's also just that element of, like... I think there's always going to be some pushback from the people that are just purists that are like, well the game is really good. It's been out for 20 years. Like, you know, let's like, let's just honor that. Yeah. You know? Sure. So it's challenging. I don't know. It's challenging. Yeah. I think if we went more conservatively
0: with it, uh, characters and stages had less of an impact. Yeah. Um, and you know we maybe we find a way to keep it more low-key or something and everyone's just really loves it i don't know we get waluigi and he's just fun right <laughs> he doesn't break the game we just love waluigi. Waluigi. waluigi every time someone asks me what do you want in the game I'm like freaking waluigi man and i want him to win every time he jumps like mario and luigi like, she, they, with the two <laughs>
1: god damn it dude no Are you man a i'm a waluigi hater I'm i sorry. like I, I think i, I, don't, I don't know why people like him i'm with Loki. i'm a team i'm team <laughs> I anti-waluigi I remember it's still they been, funny i did funny didn't put waluigi in ultimate i was popping off i was like <laughs> i think that waluigi fans heck yeah <sighs> i'm not like invested i
0: just think he's funny I'm not really like. Not I, like know,
1: I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm
0: right not ahead. upset by this Waluigi hate. This is also funny to me. So yeah, this is right. fine.
1: I realize that it's all part of the package. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: realize so. that it's all part of the package. Yeah, that's this is only a uh, win for me. But yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, so I guess it just depends, right? If people really want that or don't want that, and then other people think it's funny, maybe that's a push for it, and then maybe mm-hmm. something happens. But you know, it there yeah. there would need to be some kind of force allowing it to happen and i think there was force behind wolf and maybe that adds up to something more later maybe wolf was the first and maybe when wolf is fully finished because wolf wasn't done yet wolf was in beta when we tried him before maybe when wolf's done maybe that changes the conversation right Uh so Uh i don't know i mean there's there are things to still play out there and 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 more tools have been released and so i don't don't think this conversation's done and i think watching how it evolves is going to be pretty Mm -hmm. important
1: no totally but yeah, good good question from uh, from Long Island, Long Island James. Thanks, any guys. uh anything else you wanted to add or any any like shout outs you wanted to do, James?
3: Uh, well, I guess the one thing I'd want to add is um I definitely I understand uh, there is something sacred about melee that we should not mess with. Keep the game going as it is. You don't mm-hmm. want to ever not see the top tiers in tournament or whatever. You don't want to screw with uh, people whose lives are are built around what melee is and was mm-hmm. um but i was thinking more along the lines of what pp suggests with waluigi like if you took you know uh, to make so i talking about baby Halo, <laughs> but like uh i think zane he put out a tier list and i thought it was like beautifully put where you've got like the top tiers the high tiers and then the weirdos you know <laughs> Samus, and i'd love to see some like just sub weirdos like a you know, oh, like Link it. Mains, someone <laughs> like that who pulls out like, yeah. a, like a Lucas or a DDD. I think that'd be cool, and it wouldn't upset anything too seriously. But uh, but no, I totally appreciate how difficult it would be to get everyone on board with like, how fair is this really?
1: Right. Um, just consensus, you
3: know? Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. barrier to entry, like you said. it's it, It's probably not worth it, but I was just curious about what you guys thought.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's worth considering. I think it's a it's a fair question, and uh, yeah, thank you for calling in. Do you have any shout outs on your way out, James?
3: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, shout out to uh, Michael, aka Mister Fun, aka Mister Fun Five O. Probably uh, probably the only person I know who might uh, accidentally listen to this. <laughs> uh, and shout out to Thony for being the guy that we're always trying to beat.
1: Thony, got to beat Thony. One day you'll get him you'll get him one day and then yeah. you'll look back and say how are we ever having trouble with with thony they will come <laughs> we're like we're like right there we're about to crack him but anyway thank you for having <laughs> me on,
3: guys.
1: thank you take care thank you james <laughs> i want to know more about the the story of thony
0: is he from Struggle? long island who knows <laughs> i don't know
1: maybe he lives in uh you know one of the one of the boroughs no one sure i don't know all right. Well, we're about about time to get our next caller on. Uh, what's, up? what's up? What's up?
4: What's up? How y'all doing?
1: Good.
0: How, How are good? you doing?
4: Uh, my name's Rice. I'm calling from Westchester, New York. And I have a question about uh, fantasy sports. So oh, okay. um, a lot of traditional sports leagues like the NFL get tons of viewership and hype from fans involvement in fantasy leagues. Um, what do y'all think about a uh, fantasy melee's uh, melee league's potential to raise the stakes for casual melee viewers to tune into smaller tournaments. And if not the fantasy sports route, are there any ways that traditional sports used to grow viewership that you think melee is lacking in right now?
2: Okay, PP or Moki, do either of you guys do nope. fantasy sports? Nope. I Dude, do, I, I don't yeah, know stuff about sports. You <laughs> I so, so
0: you're gonna, so you're, gonna you're gonna you're gonna save the day here, right? Okay, how does, how does how does
1: how does <laughs> fantasy sports, Okay so I kinda know I know you like you basically you basically
0: put a bunch of I mean I see I've seen some people in 2014 that were doing like melee draft of, of yeah. sorts and well, those, were yeah, yeah. those
1: were fun because they had, yeah. they you would, you would basically, you know, you'd kind of predict how, you know, someone would do in a tournament or whatever, how you p- kind of predict the bracket. And then yeah. you would actually stand to win something because, like, whoever did the best, like, you'd win, like, a controller or something, you know. Those were, yeah, cool. they did it on Reddit at those, the time. Those,
2: but you, yeah, but, yeah, and then, yeah, they, they did it on Smash G for a while, too oh okay you know, those were sick i, I remember I, I would sick. always get so close i'm like oh my god
1: <laughs> like would <laughs> always be that one weird upset you know
2: yeah it's like how why'd this guy put him there like why'd this yeah. guy get this guy how do you know
1: <laughs> um those were cool. Well, i feel like what the, the 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 gap between that and fantasy league is that with a fantasy league there's like a carryover between yeah. like because with those it would only be for the tournament. So it's not like you were in vet, like you do your bracket for the tournament or whatever you'd pick your, like, you know, you put like whatever, pick these players, pick this player, $5. I remember, by the way, it was really funny. I remember they used to do those and they'd always base them off of the MIOM rank. And I remember there was one year where wobbles was inactive. So he wasn't ranked. So <laughs> you could add wobbles to your fantasy thing for like 30 bucks, like some really it's, it's fake yeah. money, but it's, you know, yeah. really low amount. And I remember it was like, the secret was you had to pick wobbles. Cause they, he, he was so cheap. They, they, they did him like a random person, even though it was wobbles. So there were always these loophole ways to get like a really good bag for your book. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, there was with fantasy leagues, I feel like there's actually carryover from tournament to tournament. Well, couldn't you so do I, that with the world tour? Yeah, you could do the world tour. You could do it with like even like SEL or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. They should do it. I mean, Smash G already has the software to to do it i i um i know that they have the feature on their website so i mean they could totally bring it back do i guess I... the
0: problem right mm-hmm. is you're not sure which tournament everyone's gonna be at i think because some people uh, i don't know how you how yeah. you work it because uh, yeah. not everyone goes to every, every one. Yeah. um yeah and then um even some of the larger ones not everyone goes well to, that's and just part of the continue? challenge then i guess yeah. that's part of it right <laughs> if like, someone does well but yeah, the sure. they don't go you get mm-hmm. bodied that's tough
2: yeah even for like a smaller scale i could see that being sick for like scl specifically like something like that where like you're predicting how they're gonna do because it's like four weeks right so that would that'd be sick for something like that even if it's like a smaller scale just like the month-long like tournament series like that'd be okay it it would be fun yeah yeah it
1: it would be super fun i mean i i i didn't realize honest like honestly i don't know and I mean, Rice, I, I mean, I'm I'm not expecting you to have these sorts of this sort of data, but, you know, it's like I don't know what percentage growth, you know, traditional sport like football gets from fantasy leagues. Like, I don't know how much additional because I feel like I know a lot of like, for example, like I, all, a lot of my family members watch football. I don't think any of them are really invested in like fantasy football. So, I, I mean, I'm sure it's overall like a fairly small percentage, but I'm sure that those people are pretty diehard and I'm sure that it's like just another avenue that they use. Like, I don't know if this would necessarily, like, bring in new Melee viewers, but I guess you're That's not necessarily asking point. that. You're just, yeah. But, I mean, I guess fantasy football is the same way. Like, no one's getting into football because of the potential of fantasy football. It's just, like, a way for them to get more invested. Once they, they get their foot into the door and then they're like, oh, this is, like, this Yeah, way that I can, you know. Because I, so,
2: I,
0: my parents did. My parents will do. Uh, they'll do that for tennis. They'll do fantasy brackets for tennis. I'll do it. I think just for individual events. But they like filling that out and comparing and see who did better. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's probably. And but I mean, they were already they watched tennis for years before they did that. So I think that kind of follows what you're saying. But right. maybe if they talk to other people about it. Are like oh what did you do? What did you do with your day yesterday or over the weekend? Like oh we spent time filling out a fantasy bracket. You're like oh for what? And then maybe that maybe that does something. And I don't know the answer mm-hmm. to that trickle down you know? effect.
1: Yeah, so we can see if if Rice knows that or if Boki yeah, does that. I, I don't know. I don't we know. should do it. I mean th- we should totally do it for like yeah even SCL or or you know Smash World Tour next year or something. We should yeah I, I agree. I think it's a cool idea. I think it's a cool idea. Because
4: even if it's cool, if I like interject. Like even right sure. now, like um. I was thinking more so like you draft like a league of like for for a whole season like you draft mm-hmm. players and um it can go for like uh, big events will be weighted more um so like right. stuff will be weighted more but it could also uh, be to the effect where things like TMT results could help or um, any local uh, could give you points in your in your team or if there's a way to integrate channel points to like boost your uh, your points overall like it may be a way I don't know like if y'all think that could be a a viable way to rate, points. like mm-hmm. in, at least for casual like people that know about melee, to like keep us kind of uh more invested in kind of smaller stakes tournaments. Like, what do y'all think about that,
0: dude? That channel points mm-hmm. that that channel points idea is I think really cool because it incentivizes it incentivizes you to not only be guessing regularly in like the polls for who's gonna win, but it incentivizes watching. Um, keeping i guess chat open for that too so people are talking about it and so that's that's higher engagement so again i don't know if that builds viewership or just makes it more interesting for the people that are there or at least Uh if you can get it in front of someone makes it maybe it makes it more interesting for them and so we'd still have the initial problem of getting the game in front of them which i think is a bit of a problem for us but i but yeah i mean making it more engaging for some of the people that are only tangentially aware and can get them more involved i think is a pretty cool idea right like there there are some people that only watch majors there are some people that only would watch like evo or only watch genesis or something how can you get, can can you use Genesis if it's at the beginning of the year to say, okay, Genesis is the start of our draft. right? And so then you're like, oh, well now I suddenly care about locals. I care about these other nationals or, or whatever. And so that's kind of an interesting idea to kind of pull those people that are more only aware in the larger things to stay more interested. And I, and you know, I think, I, I do think that's an interesting idea when you put it that way. And, and I really do like the integration of, of channel points into that. Do I exactly know how to do it? No, but I think I like where the I like where the idea is, where the enthusiasm is with it.
5: Mhm.
1: Yeah, TLDR I think we should just do it.
0: Yeah. yeah and I I I your another another part of your question was other ways that sports do things to build viewership. I don't know what those are, so I can't answer that. You'd have to tell me. <laughs>
1: uh they do like you know, they got like big billboards and stuff. But Gardens, we, we, we got billboards. We got billboards. Yeah, we got a billboard. Dude, easy.
0: Something. All right, mailers. Yeah. So we're already doing it.
1: We're doing it. Everything. Yeah, uh, I think we just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Have, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Obviously, there's a ton of money that 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 is in uh, marketing. You know, that you know they're on like traditional TV, which still gets insane viewership and stuff. And yeah, obviously, we're not typically at that level. Um, you know, there have been a couple ev- evos here and there where they'll put. Street Fighter top eight on you know, ESPN or whatever, but typically that's that's not really a thing. But I mean, you know, mm-hmm. um uh, yeah, I think uh, I think a big part of my thought process lately has been how to get melee in front of the eyes of other eSports fan, casual gaming fans, things like that. and uh, and I, I think there's certainly we've talked about this in some previous episodes of Radio melee. There's definitely stuff we can do. Um, you know, appealing to streamers and things like that, you know. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we can start doing some of that stuff soon. Uh, Rice, was there anything
0: else that you thought that uh, Melee could do? I mean, you said the other ways. I assume that you uh, watch other sports. That's why you're asking this question. So mm-hmm. if there are other things like that, that do you think melee could adopt i'd be interested in hearing it because that would probably be a better way to go than us going like yeah fantasy sounds cool i kind of know what that is you know
4: yeah (laughs) yeah there's gonna be an early shout out to my friend neil but um he was mentioning like maybe some sort of um like contest in between games or something sort of like a halftime show um that like uh would go on in like basketball games and um that might get more engagement i don't know um but yeah i feel like just thinking about ideas of like how to. How to get more engagement uh, from people that are tangential to the scene, or maybe maybe have not heard about it, or who want to get more invested but just don't have something like stakes for it. Uh, I mm-hmm. think that's a, it's just like I'm I'm really interested in kind of like figuring that kind of part out.
1: I really uh yeah I'm really into that. There were talks a couple years ago. I remember like well like pre-COVID of like how to make like and we've kind of done some experimentation like Big House. I think it was six. Uh, there was like there was like kind of like a pre-show segment before the matches during Top Eight where they kind of talked about the players and I think the one crit- critique that it got was that it, it did run a little long but I don't think we necessarily honed it as well as we could have or refined it as well as we could have I thought it was kind of a neat idea uh, but but basically it was like imagine you turn into you tune into a stream and like you know there, there's like I feel like if you don't know a lot of the players like it's kind of like it might be challenging for someone just tuning in to be like, okay, who, if, if if it's not like literally Mango or Hungrybox or Leffen or something, like they might not know everybody. Mm-hmm. So like ways to kind of introduce, like here's a match between two players that a more casual viewer might not be the most familiar with. And I feel like having ways to make those viewers that are tuning in, give them someone to root for basically, or or at least um a reason to root for one of the players like... Stuff like that, I think, could go a long way, and I I think we're just scratching the surface. I think that esports in general actually has had a problem with that. I think the best esports organization ever at that sort of thing was probably I used to watch OGN. OGN's production's out of South Korea, and they were really, really good at doing these little short kind of content segments where they'd kind of like hype up the players and they made them look really really cool. Um, And I don't think most most esports leagues I've seen, like in you know, 2019, 2020, twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, twenty 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 one, I don't feel. I feel like there's a big big gap there, and I I don't think anyone's necessarily doing it right. And I actually think this is something melee could work on because I think that melee in general is a video game where like our you know like our top players have a lot of personality. Like people apart, I think a big part of the reason people are so drawn to melee is there actually is a lot of like. Um, Like, people are attracted to our top player personalities, and they like, you know, it's just kind of they're a little bit more visible than, like, you know, maybe, you know, uh, you know, tier two League of Legends players or something like that, or you know, where there's so many people on a team that are being rotated in and out all the time, you don't necessarily know all the players except maybe the star players. So, I actually do think there's a big opportunity there. I totally agree with you, but I mean, that's that's a conversation that I think there's we'd really have to flesh out, but. You're raising a lot of good points I think Rice.
0: Um I guess I'd throw in one more thing I was thinking about right. while uh Toph was talking real quick. Um I don't think we should do half like if the halftime show idea. I think we did some stuff like we had shows like I think Diz Kid Boogie performed and I think some other stuff like that That's happened. Fun. <laughs> Yeah, it was cool. I don't know how much that that did for retention or things like that. So because when I think of like a halftime show, you know, I'm often thinking of like Super Bowl and everyone's talking about that. So I'm like, well, what do do gamers really want like a Super Bowl halftime type show? I don't think so. I think I mean, maybe some do, but I feel like like wouldn't it, you know, it'd be kind of funny if we had. I don't know if we do like prepared types of like because we can't all do like BTS skits between every time or whatever right but i'm like i'm but i'm thinking in that type of vein like if we had some type of like ludwig you laugh you lose type of thing in between like top 64 top eight right and it's just and it's like oh well this is something that like some people might just come for and then maybe some people will stick around just because the content's interesting right so for example some people come to watch the show and then maybe they stick around because the channel is still on. Right. They watch the rest of the football or something. But Moki, you look like you had something you wanted to say. Yeah,
2: because that's that's not like the roast, right? Like they built the tournament around the roast. Of, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. It at yeah. Summit. So it was similar to that, I guess, right? Because people, there are people who wanted to watch the roast and there must be some people who wanted to watch that and they just stuck around for yeah. whatever yeah. else yeah, as definitely. well. So,
0: yeah, I think, I think the outside stuff, I mean, that's a great point. I think the outside stuff can have an appeal and we just have to find a way sure. to make that
1: work. Uh, Actually... You know, you know. Speaking on on the topic of like Ludwig and, and those guys, uh, I actually thought uh, Slimes. You know, back when Slime would do interviews and stuff at Summit, th- th- <laughs> yeah. those could yeah. be fun. Yeah. Um. Uh, I bring this up from time to time. I had a coworker who wasn't a Smash player at all. Oh yeah. Was really into Slimes interviews. Yeah. And when he found out that I did stuff with Beyond the Summit, he's like, "Oh, do you know that guy Slime? He's so funny with his <laughs> interviews because he's kind of awkward and on purpose." And I was like, "Damn." He's like, yeah, I'm such a fan of that guy. I was like, wow, and uh, that 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 could be a thing, you know, because that kind of no. that could showcase, that could showcase like you know personality for people and stuff like that, and it's it's low yeah. effort. It doesn't require as much production as like skits and stuff like that. Um, but still very smart.
0: Yeah. So what slime did was very smart.
1: Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I does miss that...
4: I miss interviewer slime.
0: Yes, yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, does that answer your question? Okay, uh, Rice.
4: It oh, definitely does. Thank you guys so much. Um, yeah. yeah. Thank you. You got any shout outs for us? Yeah. I got to shout out my friend Neil again. Um, both of us have been talking about this fantasy sports thing for a minute now, and we mm-hmm. might honestly start one up. So do it. Tune into Reddit, see what's up. We might post something, but yeah, I just got to give, give a shout out to Neil. Um, he's the goat.
1: RS is Yeah. All right. Take it easy, Rice. Have a good rest of your day.
4: You too. Thank you. See ya
1: man yeah it's a it's a cool concept that's a cool co- i do miss those lead- i don't know where they went i don't yeah, know where don't they, know. they went either yeah because i think they people always enjoyed them i, I always did I them yeah i always edited them i always yeah. edited them i literally always did them
2: i don't know i remember always like everyone would put themselves too so if you do bad you feel extra bad themselves. you're like yeah, oh it, man
1: yeah I my
0: own <laughs> isn't, it, yeah. isn't it weird it's though you could like throw and manipulate it or something I guess you can't do the
1: other. No one yeah, but that
0: mean
2: be well if, no one if you're that dedicated. If, if that you're that dedicated, dedicated yeah. go for it. You just it, man, love melee so kidding. much you're willing to
0: become a top player and throw for fantasy. If the prize was that
2: good,
1: <laughs> right? If yeah. the prize for the fantasy, it's like it's like a the controller hunts too you real. You really need a new controller, and you're like, man, I could <laughs> I could win the tournament, or I could throw right here uh, and get that new controller, you know, that's uh something you might have to think about. I don't think anyone ever did that though. But anyway, I think I think we're about ready to bring on our next caller. Uh hello, hello, hello.
6: Hello, hello. How's everyone doing today?
1: Doing well. Hey. How are you doing?
6: I'm doing a okay. Um, so let's start with my name, right? hmm Please. Yeah. Uh my name's Rocks. Uh my tag is Bop Rocks. I'm from uh, Niagara Region, Canada side. Nice. Um, Respect. <laughs> shout outs to it all. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
6: um, and I'm one of the uh staff for the uh Net Play for Palestine tournament, which um Ooh. you oh, know, big charity event uh happening this Friday. Uh I uh-huh. know that um some of the mo- members of Golden Guardians have said that they've uh they're planning on participating in various ways.
2: Uh-huh.
6: Um so getting into my question, I wanted to ask you guys, uh considering Melee is being used as a vehicle to do good. I wanted mm-hmm. to know your thoughts on the event and how has melee been a vehicle for good in your lives? Good question. Um
1: I I guess I can start. Yeah, first of all, I will say that I am first of all, I am commentating. It's that's gonna be this Friday. Is that the 21st? I think it's the 21st, if I'm not mixing my dates up. Yeah, yes. Friday the 21st. Uh so I'll be commentating at some point. Um but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's uh you know, it's a pertinent question for me because, you know, I remember back in, what was that, 2012? I think it was 2012 when Scar started up uh, Melee it on me. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, just the internet in general was a very, it was very different back then. I mean, it feels like not that long ago. And simultaneously, it also feels like a very long time ago. But, yeah. you know, I think that just the overall, like, way uh people joked back then the way people talked on forums and things like that was overall just a little more toxic and um i think that a big part of what kind of uh i mean this also just helped melee's growth because i think it just made the community more welcoming but there was a big uh sense of like when it was i think largely scar and also Prague. Uh, back in 2012, that were like, hey, we got to like change the way we talk. Like, there are, you know, like pejoratives that we throw around, like it's, you know, like it, like, like they don't matter uh, that we really need to step away from because we're alienating people and we're making people, even if they're not speaking out, they're feeling bad. And we should, you know, even if other gaming scenes, like, are, even if other gaming scenes are behind the time, so to speak, uh, we should be. You know, we should we should be the pioneer. We should we should we should be melee should be the gaming scene that kind of promotes, uh, you know, being progressive in this sense. Um, and and we can show other people how it's done, so to speak. And I've always thought that was really cool. Um, because yeah,
6: what a wonderful point.
1: Yeah, that's an amazing mm-hmm.
6: perspective.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and um, you know with regards to the uh the tournament you know this weekend you know you look at a guy like you know Free Palestine well used to be known as Millhouse and now his tag is literally Free Palestine um you know and we had him he was a longtime rival of the reeds he would challenge us every every episode pretty much and uh you know getting to getting to talk to him and kind of make friends with him over the years um it's cool that and you know he's he's obviously a very beloved uh member of the scene and um yeah, I think it's uh, you know, I think generally speaking, like, um, uh, it's it's kind of neat. I think one of the unique things that Melee has going for it in this regard is that we don't have a, I don't know. You look at like. I guess this is pertinent with, like, you know, IGN or whatever. They put out that tweet that was like, hey, here's ways you can support the ongoing crisis in Gaza, whatever. And then Mm -hmm. they had to delete their tweet and all that stuff. So we don't have a formal governing body in the way of a game developer or publisher that might want to stay you know, advertiser friendly and ignore those sorts of topics. Like we don't have anything like that. We don't have a riot or a blizzard or a, you know, blizzard Lord knows, you know, when a lot of the, there was blizzard had a, their fair share of drama two years ago with regards to the free Hong Kong stuff. And uh-huh. they had to, they had to shut up about it because they're, you know, partially owned by Tencent, And, you know, it was this really awkward time because a lot of the members of, for example, I remember the overwatch team, uh you know jeff kaplan who doesn't work there anymore but he was like yeah i, I don't think we should have banned that player but i i have no sh- saying it and i mean i'm sure that some of those people at blizzard i mean i i have no idea what happened behind the scenes but i can only imagine that it was a very awkward time for them and their and their and their uh uh you know 10 well 10 cent which owns the company um melee doesn't have anything like that so when we want to do Cool initiatives like this, or you know, homemade waffle said the like the uh, the Black Power Invitational, um, or was, uh, was that the name of the yeah the uh, I think it was just called the Black Power Invitational. But uh, that event a couple months ago, where it was kind of like a lot of like you know solely like black players and uh, commentators and content and stuff like that for a couple days. You know, that's something that uh, that he did that was really awesome. And uh yeah, I think we're in a unique spot to be able to do stuff like that because you know, whereas if we were more hands on controlled by Nintendo, they might not want to bring those sorts of bring that sort of press because it can be advertiser unfriendly, you know. Uh yeah. we get to just do that stuff without without really caring about it. Uh but yeah. What do you think, PP Moki? I'll
0: let Moki go first. I don't wanna I don't wanna ball hog shut our lovely guest out. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, honestly,
2: no, I, I agree with that um because yeah i guess that's like honestly a plus side of not having <laughs> I mean, again like just kind of yeah developer support is we're able to do tournaments for charity and support charitable causes and just good stuff mm-hmm. that i guess with like if we had them they might without go, having uh, the red tape in the way yeah pretty much like i don't know i think yeah i think it's really good that uh i'm sorry i don't have too much more to add than tove tov kind oh. of a. Uh,
6: Did I ask a follow-up question on the same topic that maybe, Moki, you would want to expand on? Okay, yeah. Um, Just, uh, and of course, we'll get back to, like, um, the main question of what was the good that Melee has brought in your life. Um, Sort of, like, just thinking about what Tope was saying with like the governing body, like, do you think that melee might come to a point where it's so sponsor driven that we might get like that where sponsors might step in and stop this sort of discussion?
2: It's mm. um, an interesting uh, question. Yeah, no, I, I guess it just depends on like, what's the sponsors are right it kind of depends on like what sponsors are getting into it and how big melee is growing and everything too because I, I i don't know uh mm-hmm. yeah i <laughs> i'm oh, not that, too sure
6: no that's fine sure. um how yeah. about circling back around to the question of what good has melee brought in your life um do you have any stories or anything like that that would really show that
2: Oh, just melee in general, and like the community. Yeah,
6: absolutely. Like, um, because I'm sure that your life is something that's worth bringing good things to, and I'm sure that melee <laughs> has done so.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know, especially like, um, I don't know, because there, I've been through like, um, some like rough kind of stuff, like, uh, the last couple years. So, having the com- the community there as like just kind of, you know, I can go to tournaments, get away from stuff, and just, you know, something to work towards. Either just for like a job or a hobby or just getting out of the house and hanging out with people. It's uh I don't know. It's been a, a very nice escape slash like just thing to work towards, you know. And it's been um like all my friends are from melee. Just my job is melee. Just basically everything in my life <laughs> that is like good is from melee. So <laughs> it's just been a yeah. I don't know. Melee is just really sick. <laughs> I, I was
1: thinking about how like yeah. Oh sorry, PP. Go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, I, you know, I didn't know if this was going to get, if anything remotely related, this was going to get brought up, but yeah, I mean, when you talked about that stuff a while ago, Moki, I mean, that was really rough, man. So I'm, I really am happy to hear that that the community was able to help and and that, you know, you have, you Mm -hmm. have support and, and, and you're, you're feeling fulfilled and working towards that stuff. And I think it's really been paying off, right? Like you're, you've been having great results. You're getting into summit. I think, I think that's wonderful. And I think that's something maybe a lot of newer players or, or fans or spectators might not know about, but yeah, I mean you never know who's who's on the other side of the screen and what they've what they've been dealing with. And and you know, you've you've really overcome a great deal. And I think I think that's very respectable. And for the fact for melee to be able to give to you like that, I think it's absolutely wonderful. Mm.
1: The way I've always felt about it is like I realized this when I moved to I, I spent a year in Japan from 2010 to 2011. And I thought it was really neat that basically the first weekend I had free because I had the melee community, like I was able to find, like a group of people, you know, somewhat near to me, and
5: mm-hmm. like
1: immediately go hang out with them and like have like a, a community that I know if push came to shove, I, I could call like my friends in a relatively short amount of time, and I think that's pretty unusual. If you don't have a you know a, a, like a community like that um, that you feel like could have your back uh you know you can you can find yourself kind of alone at times and i think that um melee's always made me feel through my adult life since i've gotten into the game like i'll at least always have the melee community to kind of get my back you know no matter where i yeah. go if yeah that makes sense. obviously there's places in the world where they don't play melee but yeah it, it's a it's a it's like a support network it's, you know? it's
0: shrinking yeah. now with yeah. slippy i think it's even that that sure. space of yeah. no melee is Absolutely. shrinking as well which is great
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. yeah and um, going back to what Tov said earlier with like mm-hmm. um, opening up the community more and making it more accessible, you're like mm-hmm. you're giving that goodness to more and more people who mm-hmm. who really yeah. need it, which is I to like, share it with people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's like something absolutely amazing. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, PPMD, I haven't really gotten your take yet. Um, I would love to hear more from you.
0: Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate the floor. Um, so I, you know, I guess I'll start by talking about the event. Um, and I think, so, you know, we've, we've been given an opportunity as Melee. We've been given a chance to grow. We've built our personalities. We've gotten sponsored. We're able to, we're we able, mm-hmm. we have more influence now. And I think, and and this is something I've kind of toyed with. And I think it's true to an extent. It's not a requirement, but it's something that exists. And I think, in a way we have more responsibility having more of the power and i mean you know there's a there's a quote from a certain superhero story that's related to this but you know i (laughs) i love i love that we we have a chance to give back and really set an example not just for our own community but also for other communities and also to show that gaming can be something different i mean that's something that gdq will try and show as well and you know, I mean, uh, so I, I like that we have the chance to do that, and I like we have, you know, the power to make that type of choice and really have that type of impact. And uh, but for the event itself, I like that it's so collaborative, and I like that there's not there's not like a everyone wants to do good for it. Everyone says, "What can I do to kind of help out with it? What what can I give to it?" There's not necessarily like a oh well, how what what what's my compensation for this necessarily? Despite it being like this type of event, everyone's like, "What can I do to help? How can I add to this?" Um. And, you know, I think some of that is related to the past of Melee, how, you know, there just wasn't any money and we just wanted to, you know, just we, we did what we wanted to do and that was it. And I think, Mm -hmm. so I think that's, that's, there's some humility there from knowing that. And, um, Mm -hmm. and I think, think
6: grassroots.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think also just the community is just, you know, uh, among esports, I think the FGC in general is more diverse, and I think uh, our community is pretty diverse as well. And so I think having more perspectives and having our understandings challenged more allows us to think, okay, well, you know, we're we're thinking of the position, the, the feelings of other people more often, and how can we try to make things better for them? And so I... I'm glad that I'm glad that this is something that's being brought up and and we're talking about and we can, we can try and add to it and make things better. So that's, that's what I have to say about the event.
6: Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your uh, thoughts on that.
1: Absolutely. Any, uh, shout outs you want to give, uh, I mean, people involved with the event and stuff like that, I'm sure, but go ahead.
6: Of course. Um, I'd like to give shout outs and I'd also like, um, to give my own personal, like, uh, melee moments, if that would be okay. Sure. How right. helps me out. Um, big shout out uh, to my friend Venus. Um, she is pretty much, she's the whole brain behind the operation um, of the play for palestine i actually met her through the uh Gale discord server and um we've been getting along really well and oh, i wonderful. know that she's listening in so shout outs to her um so. and uh shout outs as well to um everybody from my local scene uh shout outs to dare Sven, uh everybody at dkm um Kadabra guy and the people who run brock melee um all that sort of stuff, and um I'm just going to uh I'll give you my story um okay. I think that uh actually as a specific story um I had met um well not exactly met but moki I had uh seen you in passing at a frozen phoenix tournament and I believe that this was in twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen yeah um,
2: Moki, yeah. 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 <laughs> and
6: uh we were both where I- you were wearing a pink um long sleeve t-shirt and I was wearing a uh pink sweater and um I just walked up to you and I said, "Hey Moki, I like your shirt." And I got treated <laughs> to the biggest smile and i like
0: Aww. sometimes Aww. i just like
6: whenever i think about good moments that have happened to me in melee i think about that time that i got to make Moki smile that's
1: what he does have a very yeah. charming smile
2: oh my god it just happened <laughs> <smile. laughs>
1: the double the double yeah, the, the, the story double. that keeps on giving man i
0: love yeah. it oh absolutely
1: <laughs>
6: And um, I think that the best part was the um, very serious melee player in the zone face into this bright, big smile. Ah. Uh, (laughs) And um, yeah, for me personally, like um, through some of the hardest moments in my life, uh, melee has been there for me. And um, I'm glad that we can use it as a vehicle to do good for other people as well. Like um, that. that's awesome. Would I be able to link the um smash.gg page uh into the chat
1: for everyone? Yeah, we can uh yeah, you can go ahead and do that. That should yep. be should be pretty simple. I got no problem um, with that. Yeah, might even be able to uh advertise it on the, you know, when, once this vid's up on YouTube, we could, you know, you could leave a comment or something, maybe we could respond or something like that. Mm. As awesome. well. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, Thank that's going to be uh much. May 25th, this coming Friday. If people are watching on the YouTube video, uh um,
6: uh, tw- 21st. The, yeah, May, 25th May 25th is this upcoming oh.
1: Tuesday. Yeah, May 21st. Um. <laughs> May 21st. Yeah, May 21st. I think I said 5th because I was thinking 5 because Friday is 5. But yeah, May 21st. It is 5. That's true. Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, 5 day. Yeah, hear yeah. everyone call it that. Um, <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, This has been an absolute Absolutely. pleasure. Yeah. Great to have,
1: have you. A have a great day, rest of the day. day. Yeah. All, All
2: right. You.
6: Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, looking forward to the event for sure. Shout out to Canada Melee. I do miss going to Canada tournaments just in general. I used to go to a lot of on Is Niagara in Ontario, Moki.
2: Yeah, it is. It's like is uh okay. Niagara It's like um I believe to my to my knowledge. I'm kinda dumb with geography stuff. It's like because um, near Niagara Falls. So yeah. it's like there's it's like near the border. but like mm-hmm. Niagara Niagara
1: yep. Falls. That's, true. That's the only thing I know about Niagara. It's got those waterfalls, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I've only seen <laughs> it in photos, like... but you've been there. <laughs> Sorry. It's like not that far from you, right? It's have like, you been oh, there?
2: Like... Yeah, no, I, uh, I just went there for uh, what's it called? And we went to a casino because they have the <sighs> casinos there. I like I put a. Like five bucks in slots and I want a hundred dollars. I'm like, I'm hey, never oh, going to another casino again. Never I'm gamble never again. Anything. I'm good with your this. peak. You've yeah. you yeah. peaked at gambling, <laughs> but the melee yeah.
1: peak's still not here yet. So don't cash out. Yeah, still going up, up and up. All right, we're about time for our next caller. Uh looks like we got someone uh waiting and ready to hop on. What is up? Uh where are you calling in from?
5: What's up? It's uh handwriting from Richmond, Virginia. Uh and my question is that as someone who has kind of recently become interested in trying to mod my own controller and potentially mm. even starting a modding business, mm. I think the future of controlling modding, controller modding will change when LAN returns, especially with the launches uh, of the Box, Smashbox, Frame 1 Panda controller, as well as the standardization of yeah. UCF. Great and question. I want to say um, quick shout out to your one of your latest videos, TOF, about opening up the GameCube controller. That's kind of what mm. got me started about, like, thinking about this stuff and realizing wow. it's not as scary as it seems.
1: Hey, let's go, tof Wow, that's, that video, I didn't even put that video out that long ago. So, okay, so this is... Um, I could start by saying, yeah, I think... Uh, okay, so my history with IRL controller models, I remember Big House... I think it was 6. That was when... T- it was, this was pre-Gumi, Gooms, Nez... Rien, the OG North American controller modder. Okay, the OG controller modder period is Cadano. Got to give credit to Cadano, but uh, typo was at the venue and typo actually had his own table. And I'd never seen anything like this before. I remember thinking, like, Oh my god, you're telling me this guy's gonna fix up my controller for me? I could just, I could just get. There's like an actual person because because people knew about controller, you know, like notching and stuff like that. People kind of knew about it, but the people that did it, they all did it themselves. Um, I remember the first guy to ever do it was I think, or one of the first competitors that ever did it was Sung, um, from Team Oxy, like in SoCal. Uh, and and Sung like was talking about you know notching stuff like that back in like twenty thirteen, uh twenty twenty fourteen. And so I was like, wow, okay, so this is an interesting concept. This is like a real business. Um, and yeah, I think it definitely uh, like if you look at the way controller modders work at tournaments like they will work pretty much all weekend because there is a huge steady supply of people that want their controller worked on and uh you know if you can work quickly you can get i think you can make a bunch of money off of you know a a lot of different people who don't have the barrier of having to ship you their thing uh you could just do it then and there so yes i think that I don't think it's going to be really any different from how it was before COVID, but yeah, I think controller modders like always do really well at tournaments. And if you're trying to make that a business, um, you know, it's a relatively young market. It's a, it's a, it's a niche that is pretty unexplored in a lot of ways. Um, I mean, yeah, I think the box and the frame one and stuff like that, obviously there's going to be people who don't need your services because they plan the box, but I think the vast majority of people are still going to play on GameCube controllers. Um, Even the Goom Wave, like, the Goom Wave makes it more consistent, but, like, you're still going to... There's still going to be a ton of people who, like, want notches. Or, like, they want, like, you know, the clicky, like, mechanical triggers or something, because they feel good. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be... There's always going to be some potential there. So, yeah, I think it's a big opportunity for sure.
2: You do any of that stuff, Moki? Are you, like, a controller uh, controller dude? I don't know much, about. I have a really... Nice control. I have two nice controllers. They look really dope. Mm. <laughs> they look really sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So like even like, I don't know, I think regardless, yeah, like like you said, like people are going to want the the actual like the uh the mods that help you in the game, like uh like the, the functional mods like that, like whether it's mm-hmm. like the triggers or notches or whatever, people are going to want that regardless. But even if there wasn't like hypothetically, if there wasn't a world where people wanted that and we didn't need them, like people just want the controller to look sick. Like, yeah they <laughs> so, still like, want the uh yeah, regardless like people people would graphics. want uh, like some kind of stuff done so yeah. i think regardless there's always going to be like a market for it dude that's a really good point because i remember when i used to go to like ultimate
1: tournaments like there'd be people at ultimate tournaments that would just do cosmetic mods you know like mm-hmm. sick looking like look at the late like pearl blue triggers and buttons and stuff you know like there's yeah. always uh there's always going to be something you know bald buttons uh uh cast resin sea sticks of different colors and stuff like that you know there's always going to be some because people just want to stand out you know so mm-hmm. yeah there's there's a huge huge market there and i think that yeah i think that the best thing about having irl tournaments for the modder is like you don't need the shipping it's just all there and there's a ton of people who all care about it so it's like free it's free marketing and it's a free. Yeah. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's your demand right there. Your demand yeah. is brought to you. So,
2: and uh, nice. even like uh, on like a local scale too. Like whenever like one region, like whenever a region has like just one dude who mods controllers, everyone's like, "Damn, this guy's like he's just the ghost. He's our like, guy, this guy. Yeah. He's like our guy. Uh-huh, and, like uh, like yeah. yeah. Like I don't know. So like even on like a local level, that's not like like majors. Like just in your little like city or, or wherever, like people are gonna want you to to help them out. Because male players are dumb, myself included. We don't know how that stuff works. We don't know how to do anything ourselves. So <laughs> we are down to pay someone to to make our controller sick and work better. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 100%. Uh,
0: I mean, I, I guess to add on to a little bit of this, um, I would say there are maybe some challenges to get into it. I mean, you guys kind of covered, I think, a lot of the pros. But I think one of the challenges from my understanding i talked to nez about this like a little while ago and maybe the thinking on it has changed somewhat but he was saying that he had to go through like i think he might have even said like you know hundreds of controllers to get his consistency down he had to go through so many and he had to just uh, he, he would botch a mod job and then that's it that controller is gone and he has to just keep working at it so that's that's tough and yeah. so that's a lot of startup as well you have to get the skill down to do it that apparently is hard i don't know how true that is now maybe the tutorials got better i don't really know but that that seems daunting to me but um even if you're fine there um the goom wave is going to make it so you might have to do certain not have to do certain things or do them less from my understanding and then Even if you can do it okay, I think if you're not fully consistent or the work isn't quite high quality enough, like if you're consistent but the, the result isn't always there or something like that, I think that really deters some people. So like, there are some modders that I'll hear about, and people will be like, this is good, or people will be like, the same one's not good, and sometimes you'll just hear wildly different opinions, and I think that's probably because the consistency isn't there. And so I think having that down is going to be really important. So these are real challenges. And I think when when people say, you know, who can I get a guaranteed good work from? If you can deliver that, I think, then I do think everything does go your way. But I think that is an important caveat that you or anyone else getting into this needs to know up front. Um, yeah. And so there are other things too. Like if someone wants to to nerf uh gamecube controllers and maybe they nerf boxes as well in some way in the future and then there's just less things that you can do that also could impact you so you might be at the whim of some of that stuff and so i think you know one solution to some of that is kind of what you guys have talked about already is the cosmetic work um and so there is i think the more extra value you can provide there right like uh, you're not we're not no one's gonna say you can't make your controller look pretty and you have a beautiful sparkly pink cord. No one's going to care. So you could always do that. And so I think, I think there are various things that you can do to make it still work, but I think the quality probably needs to be there first. I think that's what most melee players care about. If you want to go safer, you could go cosmetic. I don't know anything about that. I don't know if that's easier. I don't know if, you know, what art artistry level is required or if it's kind of different. I don't know anything, but, um, I think if you could do both, you're killing it. If you can if you have consistency for just the regular competitive mod work, I think you're gonna be fine, but you need to be looking for the changes coming down the line. So that's kind of my feeling on it. What you guys think about that.
5: Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think it's pretty interesting to think about like the difference between the um the cosmetic mods versus the uh technical mods and how like and also PP you definitely brought up a lot of good things that I didn't really like consider. Uh, ahead of time some of the cons some of the uh setbacks that could potentially be there
0: so, yeah i'm not telling you not to do it i'm just telling well, you yeah, you gotta yeah, yeah. really be into it if you're gonna do it because it's not it's not as easy as oh i'm just gonna cut something in this gate and then it'll be yeah. and then free money just yeah. flows forth like it's yeah. would, you know if that was the case <laughs> everyone would be doing it everyone would be doing their own even so I mean, we're, we're yeah. paying for a lot of experience and a lot of skill here when we're paying what we're paying for it there's definitely like a
1: uh that's the cool thing about it on the flip side though. The cool thing about it is there is like a skill. It's almost like playing the game, you know, like you can get yeah. very good at it and you can become very respected and trusted and you can really kind of cement yourself as someone who you'll get a lot of business from word of mouth because you know, the, the, yeah. the best players will want the best modders because they can do things that the other ones will be inconsistent at. Um, I mean, even up to a very high level, like, like, I've played, I've, I've tried different modders notches and like, there's a lot of variants even among the really good ones. So, interesting. um, you can really, um, yeah, you can really distinguish yourself and you can really get a loyal, uh, well, customer base, I suppose. So yeah. I think that there's, yeah, I think it's a, it's a very interesting pursuit mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you can set yourself apart almost as if you're a top player yourself, you know?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Well, Tough, uh, thank you for putting out that video. Keep putting out the quality content and like good Appreciate stuff that. on the new content for all you guys.
1: Thank you. Sure. Yeah, thank you. go subscribe to my YouTube. <laughs> go watch my
5: video. <laughs> subscribe to my <laughs> shout out is <laughs> Toph on YouTube. Also, You've <laughs> heard of of
0: also the Golden you. Guardians YouTube. Please click two. the button and the bell. Yeah. Yeah. Thank That's you for right. uh, thank you for calling in. Uh handwriting, do you have any uh final shout outs for us on your way out?
5: Um yeah, shout out to uh the homie Eddie and the homie Miles. Uh Eddie just had his birthday and miles's birthday is coming right up. So
0: heck yeah. Happy, Happy birthday.
5: birthday, gamers. Happy all right. birthday. See you guys, thank you. Thank uh, you.
0: All right. We got any more or is or is that what are we looking at here, Tove?
5: Yeah, let's
1: see how the schedule's let's see what the schedule's looking like. Who do we uh No more callers. That might be that might be it for this week. Okay. Well, yeah, I think that's a, about that's a, about a, it, it for this two week. Two. We had a lot of good questions. Did I just hear uh, two nah, more. I, or that was
0: I, am I, crazy? I heard
1: I heard no more. No more. I heard no more is what I heard. Okay. Fair from, enough. From the voice from the heavens. Right. But Fair. um Fair. you know, is the kind of thing where uh we I, I I'm seeing a lot of these repeat questions, you know, sometimes from week over week. I'm seeing a lot of uh, you know, there's a lot of dedicated dedicated fans of the program that uh, haven't necessarily been dragged on yet. So if that sounds like you, um unless you you're know, talking I, about the Rick onesie. The Rick onesie, yeah. Uh <laughs> I I look again, if you're watching on YouTube, uh we love you guys, but stop by one of these one uh, these Tuesdays at three PM because uh th- sorry, three PM Pacific time, six PM East Coast time because uh uh, you know, I notice when, when the same people, you know, kind of come in uh successive weeks or whatever and they want to get their question asked, you know, I, I do notice and we try to try to prioritize those people a little bit. So, you know, who knows? You might just get to talk to us one of these days. Heck yeah. Yeah,
0: we can, what's we been on your mind,
1: Lily? Pepe, Moki. Um,
0: yeah, um, Moki. Do you got you got any burning thoughts that you want to talk about? Otherwise, we got questions <laughs> for you. But uh, just want to uh, see how you're feeling, man. PP, PP always brings some questions. No, us. I. Do.
2: Yeah, I. I don't know. I've just been chilling. It's been nice after SCL. Just like, like it's, it's been hectic with like just some some stuff I need to get done. But like it's just, mm-hmm. it's been nice to not have to grind melee. Because even before SCL, I realized that, like everybody was grinding like a lot for SCL. Yeah. But since last year I was like really rusty. I've been grinding like a month or two on top of that and I'm like near the end like last two weeks I'm like oh my god, I'm so burnt out. Uh, yeah. So it's been As- nice to like relax a bit more. Did you going going into SCL2, did you feel
1: like or or I should say going into the period where you started grinding a lot for SCL2, did you feel like wow, people people on average like got better and i need to make sure that i kind of stay ahead of the pack so to speak
2: was there um, any of that i think some people got better and some people were like stagnant i don't want to like <laughs> just well yeah like sure. shit talk but uh totally like yeah um i think oh like the overall the general like melee player base is a lot better
5: like mm-hmm. right now
2: like the there's a lot of people like at the top level and like behind like the top 10 like in that kind of range with like the top 20-ish range where it's like they they're like more known because of net play and they're a lot better i think i I didn't play a lot of them before but i don't know right they're they're really good (laughs) yeah so
1: i've definitely noticed just even even playing you know like random people in discords or on unranked or whatever i'm definitely noticing like there's certain things that like a year ago or two years ago like If you're doing this technique, you're, like, one of a very small number of people. But now it's, like, everyone's going for, you know, stuff like, you know, I ran into this random Falcon who would, like, on on Unranked, who was, like, he, like, Crouch Cancel, Dash Up, Grab Me. Like, the way, like, two years ago, like, pretty much only Wizzy and Ed were doing that. And now it's, like, dude, yeah, this, like, guy on Unranked is doing this, and he's really good at it, actually. I was, like, you never would have seen this, like, two years ago. So, definitely feels, like, a little bit there's a little bit of a change people. what did you have? What'd you have for Moki?
0: Uh, I mean, several different things. Uh, uh, we were keeping with kind of the theme of all of the unranked or no, keeping the theme of all of the online talk. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, I, I guess the unranked just taking over my brain for a moment there. It's yeah. too powerful. <laughs> As it does. Uh, As it does. Yeah. As it does. Yeah. Um, You said that you were having internet troubles and then Moki, you were saying you had internet troubles and then, you know, you weren't able to really play so much and it doesn't really seem like you've had such a hard time still kind of like improving your overall results. Like you didn't just get back to where you were, you kept going forward. Were you doing a particular type of training during the time when you weren't able to play? Um, Were you watching and analyzing a lot? Did you just take time off and you were like, okay, well, the break was good for me. Information integrated in my mind. Like what, what really happened there for you?
2: Um, if I'm honest, the like last year, I just, I don't know. I just, I wasn't able to grind really. And it was just, I wasn't really motivated that much. Like I was, I was more motivated to stream more. And like, mm-hmm. I, I was trying to like get better at streaming and do that kind of stuff because I was like, I can't really properly play and like, like, I don't know, get better in the way that I want to. And it's just like, right. yeah, it, it was more so like, I wasn't really trying to, to get necessarily better at the game much last year. Like there was like little moments where I'm like, okay, this I'm going to try to like grind and everything, but it wasn't like a consistent. It was just like here and there. I would like grind a bit. And I I was still playing. Like I was playing like unranked and like I would play whatever, but it wasn't like dedicated practice mm-hmm. and doing that. I had like a lot of bad habits. So I think I like mm-hmm. during that year, I declined a lot. And then I kind of like, I put a lot of effort in come like 2021. And I started putting a lot of effort into grinding. I think I just, I don't know. I saw a lot of improvement. So, yeah, and mm-hmm. I would say
0: the the work you did for your stream really has been paying off for you. and um I, I think some of that's related to the success, but some of it's related to the work you put in on it too. Um, I know that you're you're working on your YouTube now as well. You everyone go sub the mokis yep. youtube um, definitely and and so i I'm kind of curious what got you interested in working on that? Was it just you wanted melee to be more financially stable? Was it that you felt that having that brand would kind of give you um, like more more presence when you're playing against higher level players because they're like, oh, well, this guy's got like this org behind him or this number of viewers. And so that means yeah. it must be this good, you know, like what, what's your thinking when you're trying to put all that time into streaming because most players just want to play and they don't want to think about any other stuff. And, you know, I mean, some players still do that. But um, I'm kind of curious yeah. what you what your thought process was going into
2: starting focusing more on the streaming. Um, well, because I as soon as I got out of high school, because um, I i started playing Melee while I was in high school. And my goal was, I want to try to do this for a living. And I was mm-hmm. like, as soon as I got into Melee, I was like, this is what I want to do. um And since I wasn't able to, I was pretty lazy about streaming before that. I actually didn't really like streaming that much until last year. I didn't enjoy it that much. But then something clicked. I'm like, okay, this is really, like, I, I really like this. So I think it's something, sure. I don't know. I really like just like turning on stream, like talking to chat and everything. But every year after high school, where I take off, I, was, I took off like, a year from high school like afterwards not to go to school uh-huh. like college or university and uh because i just want to focus on melee and then every single year i was like okay maybe i'll put it off one more year because it's starting to look a tiny bit closer <laughs> <laughs> like i do one more year and then uh it just it keeps kind of looking closer and closer to being able to be like really comfortable with it so uh mm. and in order to i guess to answer the question in order to actually be super comfortable with it in melee a lot of the time need to build a better mm-hmm. presence and to do that streaming is kind of like the the main go-to right so yeah well it it's good you're having process. fun with
0: it too because if you yeah. if you yeah. weren't that'd be that'd be pretty brutal because you want to make sure you're enjoying your time in the community and enjoying the grind in all aspects and i think if if that really burns you out i think that's going to make it harder to compete in everything too it's going to tear you right
2: yeah that'd yeah, be brutal not liking it that, I it. <laughs> that yeah.
0: would suck yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i'm glad you do that's really cool <laughs> I mean, it has been and it has been growing. So I'm, I'm happy for you for that one as well. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, yeah, it's 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 all about, a, you know, I feel like it's it's uh, it's it's something that's that a lot. It's it's new to a lot of smashers, you know, the, the content grind and things like that. And I feel like you have to have fun with it because otherwise, you know, it becomes about the numbers and then it's boring. and It's, it's miserable. Yeah. but if you but if you have fun with it, you make it focus on the art form, you know, that that yeah. definitely helps.
0: For sure, um, and I, I, I guess like that segues a little bit to some other stuff that I wanted to ask about. Do you have any goals? We'll start with content, but or mm, or, or a good question. Or like that. Do you have any content goals, or do you have any goal? And I mean, I'll ask you about other things beyond that. You can answer it however you want. Do you have goals for Summit? Do you have goals for your overall skill? Do you have, you know, what what do you what 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 is Moki looking for by the end of twenty twenty one? What's Moki looking for in twenty twenty two? Right.
2: Um. So when I when I got into the uh, to melee, I wanted to like be able to like live off of it, but I also want to be the best. So I want to try to just see if I can do that, just get as good as I can, and hopefully become the best someday. I think I can if I put in a lot of effort and I keep uh, like dedicated. Uh, in terms of like content, I want to focus on YouTube more because that's I don't know. It's very it's very hard to, to yeah. do YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't know. It's just it's hard to make good. YouTube comment or content that people want to actually click on as a melee player. or You're kind of just sitting there playing melee a lot of the time. So (laughs) I want to, I guess, focus on that stuff better. And then for summit, uh, I realized, I think the last couple weeks of SCL, I was like very nervous and I would play a bit differently in bracket than I do in practice. And I just want to try to force myself, even if I feel nervous and I'm like, Oh my God, I might lose this. Like this is going to suck if I lose. I just want to try to force myself to play and do the stuff that I'm working on just and if i lose i lose and just because i think that's how i how i put myself in a better spot to win i guess if i force myself to do that kind of stuff and i'm noticing myself not doing that so that's kind of my goal for summit and just a couple tournaments like if i notice myself kind of slipping out of what i've been working on like just force myself to do it even if that ends up being the reason i lose like just try to do it anyway because i think that's how i'll see like better growth Yeah,
0: and I and I I love and it's so good that you're bringing this up because I think there are a lot of people that are like, oh, if I just play enough, that sort of stuff will go away. I hear that sometimes. Or if like, oh, if I just <laughs> take a break, then I just come back, then that'll just go away. And no, it won't. You have to actually do to something really about it. it yeah. And Moki, who's still having having so much success and at a very high level in the game, is realizing mm. this is something that is no longer avoidable. This is something that needs to be focused on, and he's going after it. And he doesn't. And he and he's, he recognizes this could even hurt him some. And he's like, but I know this is worth it long term because he understands you know, the growth process. So I think this is really valuable for a lot of people. And so I'm really glad you brought it up, man. Yeah,
1: agreed. I, uh... Dude, can I ask you even, like... I don't know how much you keep secrets in terms of gameplay and stuff like that, uh, or how willing you are to just talk yeah. about random, you know, stuff you've been working on. But is there... Are there any things that you were... At, you mentioned, like, okay, even if uh, even if I lose, you know, I just want to play, like, the way I was playing... Mm-hmm or like, I want to do the things I was working on. What do,
2: are you down to talk about what some of those things actually were? Um, so I think like the main thing that I always struggled at is like, I play very extreme, like either I'll be extreme aggro or extreme okay. defensive. Usually it's like extreme aggro. I think that's like my go-to like when I, I, I agree. when I get nervous <laughs> and I'm like stressed or I'm like whatever in match and I, my brain mm-hmm. kind of flips off a bit. Cause that happens to everybody a bit, especially oh, in tournament. Does. Uh, so when that happens, my go-to, I just start, running at the guy. And it's like, wow, this is not what I want my go to to be at all. Because <laughs> it's just, like, I'm just kind of running out him the same way. I keep doing like full hobnairs and stuff. So like, uh uh-huh. I'm trying to get that and like kind of like mend it a bit and make it so I play better. Kind of like I mix it up better and I'm not just super yeah. extreme aggro or super extreme like defense. I'm trying to make it like playing the in between more and a little like, more balance. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. That's,
1: that, sounds really, that sounds really productive to work on. I, um, yeah. I, love your, I love your usage of like, you know, it's like, even if I lose, because I feel like that's been a, even for me, like I think having something like that to fall back on, like going to a tournament and having a gameplay-related goal outside of just like, I want to place well. I think it's like really, mm-hmm. yeah. it's really helpful to kind of reframe things, put things in perspective, you know? Because yeah, then you have I, something, even if you underperform, at least you have something you can be proud yeah. of. You
2: know yeah because like if you have a placement goal you're like i want to make top eight and you get like 33rd 30, 30, you're like wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> that that was not Post. exactly what i wanted to do here <laughs> yeah
0: so if it weren't for that close to you, i'd have made it man messed up <laughs> yeah. <Wow. 100%. laughs> yeah but i mean uh talking about uh gameplay a little bit you are not one of the foxes i don't believe you can correct me if i'm wrong that was that was thinking of switching uh against marth um, if I don't want to ruin your day, so if I'm not allowed to sure. talk about Marth, you can stop me, but, uh, I'll, I'll let you,
2: I'll let you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I,
0: I, I, I'll do my best. I'll walk on eggshells, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you have an eventual plan for that. If you're eventually planning on switching or, or doing something or you think it's doable. Um, I know you do have some kind of no Marth emote, so I know that you're not a fan of the character and I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we can encourage you to, to feel empowered
2: versus him. That's why I yeah. asked the question. <laughs> So um, I've, I've thought about it before, and I think there's like a future where I might uh, depending on I how it goes. Yeah, I, a future where I might, okay. but especially with the, the goals I was just saying in terms of yeah. like the stuff I need to work on, I think Marth exploits that harder than possibly any matchup. Yeah. Um, like it's, yeah. it's like my specific kind of stuff. He exploits it really, really hard. So I think regardless, yeah. like just focusing on the matchup right now is would be very beneficial for me. Uh, sure. Like the Fox Marth, because right. it was just I don't know he he, he beats it out of me <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, was, I want to yeah. I want to see if I can get better at it and if in the future it looks grim then maybe I'm I'm not yeah. opposed to it but I don't yeah. want to right now I'm not looking to right now
0: yeah and so when when everyone else was switching was that still your same thought or were you like ah maybe dude cheek dude cheek having
2: the grab and getting the hit dude, <laughs> dude. I know and everyone was switching. I still exact same thought process, but I was more mad because everyone came in my chat and were like, yo, are you switching? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not switching, man. Ah, come on. <laughs> the peer pressure. Right. Yeah, it yeah.
1: um it yeah, Marth definitely mm. eats you up if you're predictable. Uh whether your offense, whether it's offense or defense, yeah. I think it's it's cool to frame it like that. It's cool to take something where it's like it's about your performance in terms of like what are you gonna do to beat this character in tournament and make it about well, no, I'm gonna use this as a vehicle to improve and kind of take something that's extrinsic and make it intrinsic. I think that's I think that's a really healthy way to yeah. kind of keep it you know keep it uh keep the keep the eyes on the prize long term you know yeah. that's pretty cool to hear. It's pretty cool to hear, but yeah, that character is bullshit
2: <laughs> I hate him so much, man.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: speaking of characters we love you
0: got how, you, how, what's your belief in fox's potential or is that something that's still up in the air as you learn more
2: about marth uh potential in the matchup or just in general just in general just in general uh i don't know i i don't know i i try to not i don't know i usually don't put too no. too much thought into mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. that much because okay, sure. i do think like every it, good character is like pretty good yeah well, and i think probably. if you like i don't know me personally the if i start thinking about that stuff then i trip myself out a lot yeah i'd rather just be like okay yeah. so, like fox is good like he's he's not yeah. a bad character. he's good right. he he could be i i think he's like first or second probably like like, I don't know, but I just try to keep an open mind about everything mainly related because I yeah. think that's like the healthiest way. Like, yeah, you know, you never know. <laughs> you <laughs> never know. Factual.
0: Right. So. And so I think that's a lot healthier than than saying, you know, it's impossible or, so, or you know, like you're like, I have room to grow in this. And at least until I've yeah. done so much, then I'm not going to make a determination on that. And so you're also but you're also not spending time thinking about that. And I think. You know, I and I think a lot of other players felt like you did. And I think with streaming, so many people come in and they and it's easier, it's easy, it's such good discussion bait to be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I think this character wins or I think this character is the best or this character is so much worse than everyone thinks and or whatever, right? And I think a lot of people eat that stuff up. And so I think it's good that your response to this is, I don't really think about that. I think that is that is a good sign for you. And I just and and you know, even if you did think about it, you know, I think it's fine, but I just was just wanted to kind of see where you were at on it. So that's good. Um, Isn't
1: that cut out you to operate, PB? Uh, that was my impression of you back in the day when you were seriously competing. Is that yeah, you didn't put too much stock well, into, or is that or is that the wrong read?
0: No, yeah. I would say it's kind of true. I would say it's kind of true. And then, um, I I, I did this weird thing where I would I would not think about it too much. And yeah. then when we're on Smashboards and everyone was like, "Dude, I hate Falco. He's so good." I think it was part of that, but also partly less like. I was one of the people that could see the issues with the character. And so I would, I would overcorrect it. Like one time, um, some people were even trying to just mess with me and they're like, well, you know, Falco would not be like, he just wouldn't be as good without a laser or whatever. And I was even still just like, I just, I would just argue against everything everyone would say just for no. <laughs> you and were so just contrarian. <laughs> yeah. And I, I didn't. And I was just so, and it, it was not healthy, but I, I finally, I finally had to just start saying, okay, well look, people are going to have their opinions about it. And yeah. I need to just focus on what I needed to do because, like, that type of discussion about tears and everything mm. has really mm. only gotten louder and more ingrained over time. So, yeah. it, it's uh, it's uh, so that's why <laughs> somehow, right? Um, we definitely don't use it for content or anything, which is <laughs> no. so it's uh, it, we have to really be guarding our minds on that one. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm I, really glad that mm-hmm. Moki is,
2: yeah. I think honestly, one of the, the things that makes melee so cool is the fact that people do have different opinions about everything, yeah. Like, if you, if you ask, clear. like, top players like their tier list is going to be different than like not necessarily like i think we all agree on like what the the good characters are well m2k does have
0: marth at sixth or seventh
2: that's the beautiful thing about melee
0: man (laughs) (laughs) that is that is the enlightened response for sure that's not what everyone says to that That that's how you know Moki's a competitor
1: M2K has got some thoughts on things for sure. Yeah, yes, he has got does. Some thoughts on things. <laughs> yeah. It is it is wild sometimes.
0: Oh man. Oh my. But um I guess I'll I'll ask you one more um just switching gears a little bit. We're talking about potential, talking mm. about what could be. I mm-hmm. you know, I think you know, you none soon say probably others that i'm not even thinking of are really doing a lot for canada there used to be some really strong other canadian players doing a lot to put canada on the map and i was Mm -hmm. kind of curious what do you think your potential the potential for canada is to become like a strong region and i and i mean this maybe in two ways like two ways people talk about it so the number of of High level players, but also like the depth, the number of just yeah. good players like throughout like SoCal has a ton of depth, for example. Um, but they also mm-hmm. have a lot of higher level players and that's kind of changing some. But I think, you know, like what's your what, what's your sense of that as someone that, that lives there and has played a lot of people there?
2: I think uh, I obviously am biased. Um, sure. I th- okay. <laughs> uh, but I, I do think Ontario is one of the regions with low key, some of the more depth to it. Okay. because we have people mm-hmm. who like are even like right behind pr level who can beat like top 100 players and mm. stuff and like who have and it's just like sometimes you just play like this random dude who's just from like a random part like an hour or two out of toronto and you just play and you're like holy shit man like this guy is <laughs> why is this guy so good like he mm. should not be um and like i know like me uh soon say none um like i think there's a world where like all of us are like top 10 it doesn't even seem like that could be like that far off there's a world not that it's going to sure. happen cuz that's hard but there's a world that's a possibility um right that and, hasn't uh, been done in
0: history uh, like no yeah. non USA mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. has had that i mean canada hasn't had anything like that if that happens that is absolutely historic yeah. and so that's part of why you know i really wanted to ask you about this because i mean i think you know I think the story's been a lot about Nun. And I think, you know, you're making so much of a case for yourself right now. And then Soon Say is starting yeah. to do a lot of it too. I think people, it's very interesting to talk about Canada more right now. So I, I really wanted to get your perspective on that.
2: Yeah. No, I think, I think that is a possibility. Like, cause I think me and Nun, like right now, I am, I know Nun's uh, struggling a bit, but he's like, yeah. he's that good. He's just, he, yeah, he had other stuff going on. Yeah. So yeah. He's like, obviously, like, like me and Nun are pretty similar in skill level, I'd say, probably. Um, okay. Yeah. And then, um, like soon says on the come up and yes. then we have other people who are like in the read, I don't know. Our regions is really, really good. Even people who aren't on our PR are just like really good. And sometimes they'll just beat someone insane. We're like, yeah, and, like it doesn't really surprise us that much, but like mm-hmm. realistically, like they probably should like, <laughs> like this guy mm-hmm. who's like, who's like not on our PR, like he has no business beating him. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. how do you do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's
0: cool. So I, I mean, it really does sound like, you know, I, cause I think like you know, we hear about, um, like Armada and Leffen, for example, coming out of Sweden. And then, you know, like it could be a little, it could be different sometimes. Uh, and, and, and so I, I like they were really good and there weren't even very many players that even played in Sweden back then. Like it was just, yeah, was just them. So like, I didn't know to what extent, like you guys were just popping up somehow, or if it was, if it was more of a, you know, like it's just the overall strength of the area. And I mean, of course, like I'm Sweden's getting much stronger now. And this is not to disparage Sweden, obviously, Uh, but you know, I, it's, I, it's, it sounds like there's a, there's a lot going on for the depth of that place. So I think Ontario, at least
2: I'm not sure. Are you, are you all from Ontario? Uh, Forgive me for not knowing that. Um, since they lived Ontario, but he's actually from Alberta and he's in Um, Alberta right now. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's just
0: more. It's more of a general Canada thing, I guess. So that's really yeah. cool. So because
2: even uh, Elliot, he's from uh like BC. He's he beat H box at one of the uh, the last tournaments. Oh, just, the the Falco, yeah. right? Yeah, because he's just uh, from BC. he's just he just, <laughs> he just cool. you know, it's just like damn, like like he he's I, I think he's like one or two in BC, but it's like people don't like no people just you know, he's not, he's not super on the map in terms of melee, and then he shows up and he you know he gets a big win. It's just like wow. <laughs> Like I don't know PNW people know him. I, I yeah, met that yeah, guy yeah. when he was nine. <laughs> I remember meeting
1: him yep. at a, some B C local. I used to go to B C tournaments all the time with Silent Wolf and in uh, Vish. And yeah, we all remember him from when he was like single digit age. Just uh, his dad would bring him to tournaments, and um, he was just this little kid. And now he beat H Bucks. He's kind of yeah. still a little kid. I think he's like seventeen or eighteen. Oh <laughs> <He's> my, <man. like, laughs> he's young in young and melee years for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's I think that's a wonderful round of questions. I mean, I can ask more on the TOEF if you got anything. I, I we can also call it. I don't want to I want to take too much of Young Moke's time here. Yeah, no, I I'm I'm
1: I'm satisfied, man. I thought we had some some great great discussions. It's cool to get cool to get moky on the program. Absolutely. I felt like I haven't had a. I mean, you oh. know, it's just been we've all been so kind of. Yeah, uh, separated since COVID and stuff, but it's cool, cool to get a nice long talk with you again, my yeah, man. For sure, man. It's been a while. Yeah. I
2: can't wait for the next land thing. I know <laughs> we'll have to watch another Keanu Reeves movie <laughs> at some point. <laughs> for yeah, <sure>. definitely. Maybe <laughs> <summit>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ugh.
0: movie night at Summit. All right, yeah. well... Looking forward to that. Thank you so much for coming on, Moki. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you guys so much for calling in. Everyone that Mm -hmm. hung out, everyone that's going to be watching or listening online to this later. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, Always coming through Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. This is Radio Melee, signing out.